listening to KMRO FM, Kamurocho Radio. It's a Yakuza Replay podcast. I'm Jordan, and with me, as always, is Argyle. Hello. Good to see you again. Welcome back. We're, we're doing more Yakuza. Did you know? Good to see you as we well. Yakuza. Well, good to hear you. Uh, we're not. Yeah. We don't really see each other. Yeah, we're not one of the one of those freak podcasts that does video calls. Oh, that'd be weird. Be absolutely. We did that for when uh when Sam and I went on on Secret Life of Two Gay American Teenagers. Oh, and they we do were that all in like a Zoom call. Mm. Yeah, it was freaky seeing mm. my own seeing my own human brother's face. I couldn't deal with it. I didn't like it. <laughs> um, but I, I've I been do, doing Pot of Greed for. More than three, almost four years now. You know, mm-hmm. I w- I would I would never. They do not pay me enough to to put my shit my face in front of a camera and look at my co-hosts. No, you did put your hands in front of a camera. That was my hands. That's a, different. You can, That's, you have a bright future as like a as like a YouTube a hand model reviewer. You could just oh, kind yeah. of put the uh, kind of an Ashen or like a yeah like an Ashen type. Or you could do Kinder eggs. They make you shitload of money. If you're mm-hmm. good with kids, which I I don't know if you're good with kids, um, but you could do like, hey, it's me, Argyle. I'm gonna open up this big egg. Wow! Whoa! And then you get like ten thousand views, not ten thousand views, like ten million views. Ten million and views be... on every video. I I'd have to do a really a really funny voice like that. Uh, yeah. Hey, it's me. That that pervert who who says like Gumai can die and all that shit. Uh. Yeah, Do you know who bad. I'm talking about? I'm I'm assuming you're talking about one of the many despicable YouTube children's candy people that mm-hmm. that exist. See, you said Gumai, and it just made me think about Gumi, uh, Hideki Utsumi's beautiful red bird that I've oh, been love that love that uh, guy. What a good bird! I think about I I genuinely like like uh, I I every day I log on. It's like my two see, daily see rituals. what his his dispatch is. Mm-hmm. Two, what you got for I me today, two, Gumi? <laughs> I have two rituals every day. Every day, I do the Wordle, and every day I look and go on YouTube.com and see what the Red Burb is doing. Those are my two my two day things I do every single day. He said his own name yesterday. He did say Gumi-chan yesterday. It was amazing. Um, and that now dates the episode of recording. You can figure out when we're recording <laughs> this based on which of the Red Bird um, Gumi videos was uploaded when. Mm-hmm. Good luck, detective. <laughs> I've given you all the clues. I've given you given you all the clues. The murder took place on the night, the day after Gumi said Gumi-chan. Th- this was the one after Knock Knock Gumi. That's my favorite one, by the way. I love that one. I think I think it's Knock Knock Gumi. After the second video where he mm-hmm. attacks the Glockenspiel. Yeah, Glockenspiel number two. The victims was found dead on the side of the road. Uh, if you haven't already, go look up Gumi. Uh, Hideki Utsumi's beautiful red bird the bird of the man who by the way did all of the sound design for the Resident Evil series Wait, really? a lot of people don't know that yeah a lot of people don't know that about him he's the Resident Evil like music and sound guy that's what he's known for but you actually sure these now are the same he's... people they don't just have the same a similar no, name the, if you go onto his Wikipedia page it mentions the fact that he is the owner of Gumi the bird from this, the, the same guy uh huh I'm so glad that I could be the one to reveal this to you. Um, this is Yakuza 3. We're finishing up Chapter 10, Unfinished uh, yeah. Business. On, which the, is on kinda... the YouTube channel, in the description, a music mm-hmm. lover, I've worked at Capcom. Holy shit. Yeah. Now I know, right? Whoa. Incredible. Incredible shit. 
Um, oh, before we start our Yakuza, we need to uh, we need to do our weekly uh, what games have you been playing segment. Argyle, are you still working on? I don't know when, on... when did this become a segment. You... <laughs> We've done this so many fucking times. I don't know why you've all of a sudden started. We don't do it every week, but we do it all the fucking time. I mean, I, I feel like we do you're... it a lot because I'll be like, "Hey, well, what what have you been up to this last yeah. week?" And because and we're both we'll losers talk about games who don't that we play. Who yeah, spend all of our free time playing video suck. games. And if you are a listener to this and you spend your uh, free time playing video games, Argyle has just declared you are a loser, and I have just declared that you suck. So, uh, I guess, uh, sorry. Uh, Argyle, what have you been playing lately? Uh, Sifu. I've been, I've been playing the, oh, the yeah. new game by uh, I've got a, I owned and trolled you with my kindness yesterday. You got mad at me because I was being nice. Because you were posting, <laughs> you were posting about, oh man, Sifu's too hard. I don't know if I can, I don't know if I'm going to be able to beat it. It's just keep getting my ass kicked. And then I looked back the next, and then I saw you said, oh, you know what? The game, I just wasn't parrying. And then the next day I saw, I beat Sifu. So I just quote, quoted your tweet and replied at you. And then you got really mad at me because I was just trying <laughs> to show you that my, my dear friend, that you can do anything you put your mind to. And you're like, fuck you. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I was just trying to show you how you can do anything you put your mind to. Like, I just beat Final Fantasy of Realm Reborn, and that was a real big accomplishment for me. And if you would ever, and if you would quote tweet, tweet to me, like, oh, you'll never beat a Realm Reborn. I don't, you know I don't, what I would I don't think s- you've ever said anything like that, though. I think, I think it's been pretty clear you're going to make it through a Realm Reborn from the start i don't know he, the when i bought when i started playing that game like a year ago i had no intention of playing it for well, maybe a year week. ago but a month yeah. ago when you picked it back up you said wow this That's game's true. really good and i can't stop well playing you know it. you know there's a very key distinction do you want to know what it is argyle what it's something to the tune of 60 us dollars <laughs> <laughs> that really changes your your uh, motivation to yeah, play going, from, game, a free trial to, going uh, from a free trial to going from a free trial to i paid mm-hmm, well well well, you know, sometimes you just got to spend money to unlock the fun. This is a sunk cost victory. This is a co- sunk cost victory. I have paid enough money that I decided that I was having fun. Mm-hmm. It's more like what what it really was for me was like everyone was playing Endwalker and saying it was like the greatest game ever made. And I was sitting there outside the window, like sad. I wasn't like Sicko's guy. I was like sad no. guy, like crying, like no, boo-hoo-hoo-hoo, no. Um, because they wouldn't even let you play the game. Like you couldn't buy yeah. the game. Yeah. So when the game went on sale, I was like, well, I got to buy the game. I couldn't buy it before. And then I bought it and I was like, well, everyone's having so much fun. Why can't I have the fun? And then I had the fun. It's fucking Then you had the fun. Little Caprese got killed. Little Caprese, Little Caprese got a beam through his chest, but he's doing all right. Little okay. Caprese wanted. Good, good to know. Good wanted, to know. Is he's on his way to the criminal. Heaven's Ward expansion. He's there. He made it. He's there. He's an Ishgard. He's, he's doing it. Yeah. Ow. Wanted by the government. Convicted <gasps> killer. Little Caprese. You'll have to play the game to find out, Argyle. Or I'll maybe, tell you maybe, later. Maybe one day. I don't know. Maybe one day. You've got a... You're, you're a very, very... I think you might... Well, you have... I, I don't know which of us is the busier of the two co-hosts. I think it's you. But it, I, I, I think I, it might I, be I'm me. firmly of the belief that teachers are generally busier people than me. That's true, but you're also going to school. Yeah. Now I know I'm... some teachers who are going to school, and those people are—I uh, don't know how they don't like burst into flames. Mm-hmm. So this is Yakuza Three, Chapter Ten, Unfinished Business, uh, Part Two. I think Sifu's it's very good. thematically. Sifu is Sifu's good. Sifu's good. And you should play it. 
Oh yeah, it looks quite good. I've uh, I've got my games. See, this is the fucked up thing, and I guess this is uh, an announce. I guess this is an announcement. Uh, this is the fucked up thing, which is I'm probably going to renew my subscription for another month and then play Heaven's Word instead of buying Elden Ring. Mm, wow. Oh wow, really? Uh huh. Yeah, because I just feel like the rhythm under. Like I feel like I got the muscle memory, and I'm just like in it. Yeah, you, so, you've, you've got that inertia going. You don't want to. I've got it. the inertia exactly. So I think I'll I'll probably play through as much of Heaven's Word, if not all of it, and then buy Elden Ring. I but still like, need to beat Pokemon Legends Arceus, which I do want to do. Just game game time is such a precious commodity these days yeah. that it's just like I really got to pick and choose what I want the most. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's hanging out with little Caprese in, in Eorzea. And sometimes that's dying over and over again in Elden Ring. That game looks fucking good, though. The game does what, look good. What if that game comes out and it's bad? Eh, We're like well, four days out. We're like four days out from Elden Ring. What if it comes out and it sucks? Well, you know what? That's one less game that I have to play. But I'll that's probably very play true. it anyways. I know Even that, if like, it is bad, I'll probably play it. People people played the demo or whatever and said it was like the best game ever made. But what if it comes out and well, it's what if they're really all wrong? Bad? They could what all if they're wrong. wrong and the game is just terrible like Dark Souls 1? Uh, well, you know what? They brought back power stancing from Dark Souls 2. I'm already predisposed that's to liking that's it. That's pretty good. I hear there's horses in it and I hear, and this is the worst it's thing ever, George R. Sort of George thing, R. Sort of. Martin didn't even write like... He didn't even all of write, the item like, descriptions. Yeah, Bingo's clown shoes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't write the description for that, and I'm just wondering, like, what the fuck is up with that? Yeah, this is Yakuza Three Chapter Ten Unfinished Business, the second part, because we left Unfinished Business unfinished because it was kind of long. This one is actually pretty short. Yeah, um, this is this but, is pretty short. I didn't realize it when I was doing it, but um, the <coughs> video that I was and I, and I I did watch a video for this this part as well. Shame. Hard to find time to play this goddamn game. Uh-huh. Um, did spend a significant did, can, amount of time doing the hostess story. Oh my god! Yeah, like Why twenty, 20 minutes of the video I watched was just fully the the. And I I skipped over that shit. Don't, do oh not yeah, worry oh yeah. It. So uh, we begin our chapter. So last week to recap, we had half of the chapter was or the first part was about um was about Mine's Oji San. And then the second part was about Tai Chi, uh, Tai Chi's wrestling dreams. And then the third part is buckwheat allergy. The third part is about Haruka's secret job selling crack. And um, her boyfriends. Yeah. Haruka's, Haruka's three Yakuza boyfriends and her, uh, her crack dealing business. Mm -hmm. Um, and this is now the, uh, this one's called the everyone is shitty to Ayako hour. Yeah. (laughs) It, it's this called is, everybody fucking hates Ayako and everybody hates dead. Ayako and doesn't appreciate all the things she does for them. Um, and it gets to something that I will be very happy to bring up later um, about the orphans that I, I think you'll you'll want to discuss. Uh, Kiryu mm. and Haruka have come home from her crack dealing adventure. She mm-hmm. uh, she will never deal crack again. You keep um, saying this. Yeah, I mean, it's because it's what happened last week. This Play real back credit cards. Yeah, it was real crack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like you said. Um, yeah, my bad. Haruka is gonna go uh, take a bath. This only matters because Kiryu has to do a police interview with every single child to ask whether or not they've taken their bath yet. Yes, this is very important for later. He's he's an adult, you know. He needs to make sure that they brush their teeth and everything. Uh huh. Um, and ask if they did their homework. 
So he yes. goes and he interviews all the orphans. Um, and he sits them down at the table, they're handcuffed, yeah. he shines a fucking lamp in their face. Did you do your did fucking you homework, homework, kid? Did you take your bath? I know, I'll know No, I can't! Haruk is in there right now! Good. Sure. Glad you told right. me. Sure. A likely story. Um, I do appreciate that uh, that Koji and Taichi are watching what appears to be two frames of Manzai. They're watching <laughs> like one. They're like watching a. It's it looks like a. It looks like Katamari Damacy animation or something of just two guys on a stage. One of them just looks at the other guy, and that's the entire the entire animation on the TV. Like that's Animal basically Crossing what Manzai has, is. Yeah, it's just two people on a stage, and one of them just turns to look at the other guy. Yeah, pretty simple. Mm-hmm. Um, Shiro tells us that he has uh, he has grammar homework and that he doesn't even know how to do it. And then Kiryu gives him some real bean dad advice, which is that he says, I don't know how to do my grammar homework, so how am I supposed to do it? And then Kiryu says, if you run away from your problems, you'll never end up solving them. And that doesn't really address <laughs> to me, Kiryu, the issue. You understand that the boy, how the can opener interfaces with the can, but you don't You don't really know function. what to Mm-hmm, exactly. It's like... I don't know how to do my math homework. Well, you've got to do it. Okay, but I don't know how to do it. Well, if you run away from your problems, you'll never You'll never get know to, how to do it. You'll never Well, I don't I I literally don't know how to do the homework. Can you mm. like you need to like help me, Oji-san, like I'm not going to just 6 6 hours later in a bowl of pistachios to share and and uh Kiri's been canceled on Twitter. Ah, oh, damn. Damn. Well, Kiri, uh, he Kiri tells, can't help him of course because mm. he doesn't know Japanese anymore. No, he forgot, I forgot about that. Yeah, he only speaks English now. Um, communication is very hard. But he says, you know who can help you? Uh, you know who can help you? Ayako. Yeah. Um, Ayako, why don't you ask Ayako for help? Studying is fun, he says. Yeah. He lies. <laughs> uh, you, you go to look in on Ayako, and she's already being asked by Izumi? Izumi. Yeah, Izumi, Izumi, the biggest backstabber of all, my least oh my favorite, of the, my new least favorite of the orphans for sure, yeah. 100%. She's like, she's like, Ayako, I saw this adorable dog toy for, uh, for Mame. It, I want to buy it. No, it's just like one that my old dog had, and I'm sure oh that my Mame God, will Izumi. also love it. Oh my God, Izumi. dogs work. Yeah, Izumi, the bastard Izumi, trying to pull at Ayaka's heartstrings for this deception. She's like, oh, you know, my, my dog who, remember, my parents died in a, a fire or something. I was in a pawn and my, shop, and I saw the very same dog toy that my dead dog. dog toy that my, my, my beautiful, my, my deceased dog. No, wait, he's not even a dead dog. She just had to give him away. Oh, right. Well, still sad. Yeah. But she's like, can you can you give me some money to buy the toy? And Ayaka's like... I only have 550 yen left over from my allowance. I hope it's not 550 yen. Izumi's just like, 500 yen, please. 500 yen, please. And I'll take the 50 just in case there's taxes. Mm -hmm. Ayako's like, okay, Okay, I guess I can keep you here. Take it and do you want some of my bone marrow too? I can give some of that yeah, to you. I some bone, some blood plasma in case you need a you little some of that extra money. Like, yeah, she's like, well, I just got back from selling my plasma so I could help buy some onions for Kiri's curry, but I guess <laughs> I can give it to you. You really need it. This toy obviously has a lot of emotional significance to you. Um, Kiryu is looking in on this conversation, by the way. Yes. He hears every word of it. Even the and parts is, where she's muttering under her breath, I hope. Yeah, about about selling bone money. marrow. Izumi's like, "Thank you," and then goes and runs off. And then Shiro's mm-hmm. just like, hey, 
Ayako. Can you do my homework for me? I'm really stupid and I only know grammar. I don't know grammar. I will say Shira's in a really shitty situation. I every apparently the teacher at Okinawa Elementary School is like the worst guy because mm-hmm. between this and the fucking Shira's getting the, yeah his son being a bully and then Shira got a hundred percent on the math test and this the is teacher's presumably like, the same teacher. This is right? the same guy, right? Can't Kiryu be like, I'm going to go talk to the city councilor and have him like fire this? Yeah, fucking Kiryu guy. needs to do a long battle at the fucking. <laughs> the elementary uh, school <laughs> yeah the um, elementary school board meeting yeah he runs in fucking chair decks the teacher right in the face um <laughs> goes up to the superintendent plays some golf with him and he's like you gotta fire this guy <laughs> this guy's a piece <laughs> of shit oh you know kira you really convinced me uh oh yeah but shiro asks for help with grammar homework and then Kiryu comes in and he's like oh ayako you know you really need to you really go take to, a bath. Uh, you go take a bath. You need to not be helping people so much because you're not helping yourself. Also, please go take a bath. This is the most important thing in my life right now. And she says, "Oh well, I will as soon as soon as Haruka gets out." Uh, and then and then Haruka gets out, so she goes Haruka to take a gets bath. Out. Mm-hmm. Um, and you 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 talk to Haruka because you're you're worried about Ayako and Har- Haruka is as well. You know, it seems like Ayako's really been putting herself out there trying to help all the other orphans. Yeah, she's like pushing herself too hard. Yeah, this is my problem really with this chapter, Argyle. This is my Go problem ahead. with this sub story, or not sub. This uh, su- this subplot is that um, Kiryu is talking to Haruka about how maybe Ayako is working herself a little too hard to go out of her way to help the other children because she's uh be- and Haruka explains well it's because she's old the oldest of the the kids that she feels like the most responsibility and I just don't think Haruka should be involved in this conversation because she's also a child who's going well too far out of her way (laughs) to take care of nine other children or whatever I think Kiryu should talk to maybe I I don't think Kiryu should be having this conversation with her at all Haruka I need your emotional labor right now I need you to tell me what to do in this situation There's this kid, and Haruka she's... And, and is also uh, fairly responsible, but I mean, it's like Ayako takes more of it onto herself and doesn't accept help or like ask for help. Haruka uh, was dealing Haruka crack offers. last chapter to go pay for the orphanage, Argyle. She, she is. That was a big funny misunderstanding. Yeah, and, but the crack that she sold was just as real as the credit cards that she was also selling. I'm just yeah. trying to say that Haruka is is a, is a child taking care of like seven other children, telling her her adoptive father advice on how to deal with this child who is taking care of other children too much. Well, she's very precocious and she she understands. Yeah, she's wise she's beyond her mature. years. She she also knows her way around a firearm. <laughs> <laughs> she does. I'm just saying, and I love Kiryu and I love Haruka. That I think Kiryu maybe. placing a little bit too much of a burden on her shoulders yeah placing a little bit too much of a burden on this middle schooler and uh and maybe he should like ask well i guess he doesn't know any responsible adults in his entire life he's going he's like going down the list in his phone like in his contacts like who should i call about this let's see date no uh nakahara probably not nishiki ah he's dead oh man he also didn't have any kids I wonder uh, if this Flores? is, like, bestowing any unhealthy, uh, like, behaviors in her, you know, making her take on uh, more responsibility than she really needs to be. Uh, if yeah, Kiryu interesting, maybe, interesting maybe a theme, maybe a theme for a later game, perhaps, of, maybe. of Haruka. Who knows? Uh, maybe, maybe we'll get a game about Haruka in another, in another time. That shit ain't um, happening. 
That shit's never... <laughs> there will definitely never be a game about Haruka that Haruka barely gets to participate in. That's yeah. one thing One thing that I'll write down right here. I'll make an oath in blood. There will not... One of the next two games that we play will not have basically zero active involvement of Haruka, mm-hmm. despite being ostensibly a game about Haruka. It won't happen. Yeah. RGG's not built that way. They would never. <laughs> so uh, the next day, Izumi, traitorous Izumi, worst kid ever, hate this kid. I'm going on the record as saying this is the worst of the children, even though she's like s- six years old. Disgusting um, child. Get rid of her. Just Yeah, get rid Toss of Toss her into the let's, sea. Let's... <laughs> Ayako and Haruka are talking about, like, dinner and being responsible for seven other she children. She should get put on a boat and put out to sea like Yui in, in Metal Gear Solid Five. Absolutely. Ayako's like, hey, did you get that toy for, uh, for Mame? And Izumi, the bastard Izumi, is like, oh, yeah, that? They were sold yeah, out. Sold so out. me and my friend went out and bought some candy with the money instead. It was so good. I know you're a child. I know you're like a little kid, Izumi. Go fuck yourself. I hate Izumi. <laughs> Worst kid. I'm putting it on the record. Get rid of this one. Kiryu, just take her away. I don't want to deal with this kid anymore. Top 10 Morning Glory Top 10, or- Orphans. Yeah, I'm going on screen rant. Izumi top is not 10 on the worst list. Things, worst things that, uh, top 10 worst things the Morning Glory Orphans ever did. Um, and then Shiro comes in. And he has the nerve to, like, yell at Ayako because his essay wasn't long enough and he got, had to stand in the corner. Which, by yeah. the way, teacher of the year, <laughs> back at it again, <laughs> assigning assigning Shiro an essay for doing good on his math test and then making him stand in the corner when it wasn't long enough. The bastard teacher. But mm-hmm. Shiro's a piece of shit, too, even though he's, like, an eight-year-old. Um, and he's like... You didn't even give me the right length. You should have known it was written right in the corner. Yeah, instead of right there. Why didn't you fucking read it, idiot? Jesus. Mm-hmm. And to then be fair, Ayaka, Har- Haruka yeah. is right there and like, hey, what the fuck are you really yeah, ha- like? Ha- yeah, Haruka she, didn't. She has her like her own homework to do, and she took mm-hmm. time out of her night to like help you yeah. with your shit. Uh huh. Um, and he, he kind of runs off. Ayako gets sad and she runs out of Morning Glory Orphanage. And I just want to uh, about actually faster than an adult man could run. That'll yes. come up later. <laughs> if Kiryu can run, well, let me look it up. Average, average running speed for big, strong man. <laughs> Says if, if, uh, if Kiryu's running, if Kiryu's running at nine miles an hour, she's running at 10. Yeah, I mean, I think here you could probably run a little bit faster than an average person. You think that? You think that? Yeah, you think that he could outpace a child, but uh, sort no, of no, not. I mean, this is a fast child. This is a fast fucking child. Um, this is Kiryu gathers everyone for a family meeting to shame all of his terrible children about how terrible they've been be- been to Ayako. And mm-hmm. my favorite thing is that um, it, he pulls up a menu like, "Who should I shame first? <laughs> Everybody's getting like, shamed today. Yeah, it's when I when I saw this, I was like, "Oh, well, you only need to shame the ones who who did bad things." Izumi and Shiro. No. Every child he has, has an wronged Ayako. For every single every one child, he has been keeping a fucking list of how they have been mistreating Ayako. It's so funny. He's like, 
And where were you when when uh, when your heart gave out from all those tanning pills? <laughs> Who do you think gave you the teeth? Huh? It was yeah, it was Ayako in an ambulance. Um, but yeah, Kiryu just really lays into these children. Uh, he even brings up like when Taichi, because Taichi's like, I didn't do anything to Ayako, and he's like, What do you? Who do you think called the doctor when you had your when you had your buckwheat allergic yeah. re- reaction? You piece of shit. He's like, I didn't know. And and who was Which, there fair, fighting? Kiryu, I'm pretty sure Kiryu sent Haruka to do that. So did Haruka mm. delegate from there to Ayako? I guess to... so. You know she's busy. And Haruka, who who found you in in Bar Bacchus when in that bar full of corpses? I think that you... was you, Oji-san. No, it was Ayako. Roll oh. back the tapes. Oh, okay. And who blasted? Who blasted fucking Jingu in the head the second his helicopter landed at the top of the Millennium Tower? It was Ayako. Please listen to Video Game the Movie, the podcast, Yakuza Movie Crossover. I think that episode's at like 100 downloads, Argyle, so I think a lot of people listen to that one. Wow. Damn. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Um, We left Park, I guess. Yeah. No, Ayako did that. Roll back the tapes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ayako, friend of the, you know, savior of the show, favorite character. Savior of the show. And then and then Haruka's like, and Kiryu, who drove that truck to pick you up when things went south at the at the diet building from Persona 5? It's like, it was Ayako. It was. Ayako at the wheel. Well, she, uh, she wasn't driving because she's not old enough, but she did mm-hmm. tell Majima and she was in the passenger yeah, seat, actually. That's true. She was in the passenger seat. Roll back the tapes. <laughs> Yeah, so we finish shaming all of these children, and everyone's feeling bad about how terribly they've treated Ayako. Um, there's, like, I'm trying to think of Mitsuo, like, Ayako helped Mitsuo not get into a lawsuit or something? Yeah, yeah, no, like, I guess Mitsuo, when he got like, into a fight, a presumably, presumably with that kid he punched way, way, way back when. Yeah, apparently um, off-screen, Ayako Yeah, like, he broke Hira a bone a in his hand when he fell on the ground, and... Uh, I- Ayako went to apologize to his family and stopped it from like becoming a big thing. Yeah, which, and then like with goddamn, like what? Yeah, I know. Uh, like a, a you are like a fourteen-year-old girl has to <laughs> do it instead. Is that of, even I don't know. Maybe Ayaka the adoptive is? father. I don't know. I know. I maybe Kiryu should have done like, that. Just... Once again, yeah. This is the thing: is that we're kind of finding out that Ayako has been doing all of the things that maybe Kiryu should be doing because he also yeah. is like. Riona, who got who new clothes to cover up your scars? And it's like, Ayako did, but why didn't you do that? I'm turning this around. Kiryu, is, Kiryu should be doing all of the things that Ayako has been doing. Kiryu. He should be more grateful to Ayako. I know. He should be. He should be <laughs> Ayako should be running Morning Glory. Mm-hmm. He's not doing anything. He apparently isn't even, a, he isn't even buying his children clothes when they have, like, scars that they're ashamed of. Uh, because they were like in a horrible fire, um, and also going to apologize to a child's parents when the kid broke his. God damn, Kiryu! He's been busy. To be fair, <laughs> he's been busy. Yeah, he's been in Tokyo. That happened very recently. With... He was. He had to go to Tokyo to uh, question mark question mark question mark track down the man in the picture. Right, That's right. Um, Kiryu's going to go talk to Ayako. Um, unfortunately. The second he sees Ayako, she fucking books it. And oh, she yeah. is now the good news is, and I was worried, is that can you tackle No, Ayako? you cannot shoulder tackle her. You cannot shoulder check 
Ayako, but she does run faster than Kiryu I think she does. would dodge it anyways, even if you tried. She would. She's nimble. She's got high dexterity. Mm-hmm. Um, so Kiryu sees her, and he just runs after. It's a chase segment. Yeah, her it's like a three-part chase battle. Her running animation is like... Her sprinting animation, it's absolutely atrocious. It's so bad. I can't understand. It, it's it's like, basically the walking animation that the children have, but the limbs are are like sent out like at further angles. I think they should have they should have just fixed those arms behind her and had her run like Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> I think that would have been better. It would have been so um, much better. It would have been so much better. If uh, they made the game today, they they might have done that. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you can tell a lot about a person uh, by whether or not they identify that running posture as Sonic or Naruto. Yeah, yeah. Because they both run the same way. Arms arms outstretched behind them. Uh, Ayako continues running. Kiryu, like, yeah, this is like a chase segment in two parts. <laughs> Halfway through, uh, Matt gives the switcheroo and you start chasing Matt on accident. <laughs> Chase hey, this mysterious... who's that suspicious foreigner over there? Hey! It's more important <laughs> than this. Gotta get him. Um, but yeah, you chase down Ayako, and, uh, and she really gives you a run for your money. Yeah, Kiryu is, like, winded at the end of this. He is! He's completely out Please, of breath. stop! Okay, come on, he, I, I yeah, can't Yeah, I know, he's up. having, like, an asthma attack. It's crazy. It's so wild to see him out of breath from chasing after a child, but I guess kids are pretty fast, I guess. For her little short legs versus his, like, six-foot-tall giant legs, but she's so mm-hmm. much faster than him. Um, Kiryu explains that the, uh, the ungrateful little children are actually grateful they promise. He promises. Footage yeah, not found. Hey, we, we all love you, and we are grateful for what you do. Like, they, they are happy to have you there, even if they don't show it often enough, but I am, I'm going to, like, make sure that that changes. Uh-huh. And he takes her back, and all of the children have presented her with, uh, with a, with a hearty sum of, I think, money... I think no? they're giving her money. Do they no? not translate they giving... it in the one that you watch? Oh, no, no. Are they it's like all, th- it's all chore coupons. coupons? Oh, chore coupons. Okay, yeah. sure enough. They should it's have like, just given her yeah, money. Yeah, one coupon for doing the laundry or laundry, going to get the right, shopping. Right, right, right. Like they're, they're going to be help, the help out more around the house. Yeah, but just once. Just they're once gonna do this. They're going to do this once each and then make Ayako start doing everything again. Mm-hmm. Um... And, oh, funny, funny comedy bit. Taichi gives her a coupon for tutoring. And then uh, Mitsu was like, but why would she want that? You're dumb as a bag of rocks. And then everyone laughs at Taichi. And he starts, <laughs> he's cry, crying and he's very upset about it. And Kiryu also. Kiryu stands Mitsuo by. With a power bomb. Yeah. <laughs> Kiryu stands there and watches them make fun of Taichi and doesn't do anything about it. Well, Taichi um, is the biggest and strongest. I I think if if he shouldn't Taichi be like sh- I think Taichi should be like uh, Ayako. I will I will train you to power bomb people who wrong you. Yeah, not not One, not like a math lesson or like no, doing your homework. Lesson. Yeah. Um. In the meantime, Nakahara's here. He is. He's back. He's, he's back. He's, he's done with up. whatever tests he was doing at the hospital. He's doing great. He should be back in top shape in no time. He can't walk unassisted. He doesn't need me to uh, Mikio to basically carry him around, yes. which is kind of funny. Um, and Saki's here too. And I was gonna say Saki doesn't say anything, and then I like remembered that she. That's her whole talk. thing. <laughs> That's her whole thing. I was like, why is Saki here? She doesn't even say anything. Oh right, <laughs> she oh, can't. Right. She has horrible trauma. Um. 
But good news, we get a call from who I've now realized is the secret protagonist of this game, the greatest <laughs> hero, no, the the literally the most heroic the one person good in politician. The one good politician, it's Minister Tamiya, and he has news on Toma, his uh, his secretary, who is being hunted down by Joji Kazuma. Um, and he's out at the fucking strip club. He loves it. Yeah, he's a nasty yeah, boy. He's like, He's done with this meeting. He's going to go celebrate, probably with a lot of drinks. I remember he mm-hmm. took me around to a bunch of places in Ryukyu, but I don't remember his particular favorite, but I do remember it had pole dancing. So Yeah, he loves good luck pole with dancing. That. Please abandon your children to go watch some pole dancers. Yeah, and Q says, like, okay, uh, okay, I don't know exactly what place that might be, and even though I have three uh, Okinawa natives right here, I'm not going to ask them. I'm just going to... Why? The I was thinking the same it. goddamn thing. Why didn't he ask fucking Nakahara, the, the guy... I know that uh, the, the pole dancing club is in Hatsumachi, which isn't their territory, but, like, they're right in front of you. Why didn't he ask? Hey, do you guys know where... Uh, <laughs> do you know where any pole dancing clubs are? I've, a guy's about to be murdered in one of them. Huh? No, go find it yourself. He literally is just like, Tamiya told me that where Toma probably is, but I'm not going to ask. I'll find it myself. Goodbye. See ya. And on the way... Yeah, now this is very, very urgent, and Joji could at any moment spring on Toma and shoot him in the face, well, let and me, this let would me, all be a disaster, but first... Well, I would like to, before we, before we do a sub-story, uh, may I give a revelation? Oh, yes, please. So, it's uh, I think it's right outside the the uh, the karaoke bar, um, is a guy and he's having the worst day of his fucking life. This guy is just walking along. And uh, and in front of him, a man is eating a banana, bastard man, because <laughs> he throws the peel right on the floor. Which, by the way, when he throws the peel on the floor, it makes a comedic like. Sound effect as he throws it on the floor, and then the guy slips on the banana, and he falls on the ground. And then a guy walks by with a briefcase, briefcase clocks him in the face as he oh. sits up. And then a woman steps on his foot in her high heels, and it makes oh. the most like sickening bone crunching oh. sound. Oh. It's terrible. And then he sits up, and he looks at a, at a he looks at a. He sits up and he sees like a Yakuza giant boy, like a chair guy, basically. <laughs> and uh, in the cr- ruckus, in the commotion, the banana peel landed right on that guy's head. Oh, and no. boy, is he not having a good time. This He's poor man. This, yeah. And uh, Kiryu just looks on, looks on, not intervening, as this man is probably taken to be killed, probably taken to be like cinder blocked and thrown into the canal. If we're yeah, being but honest. he has got some killer shots with his his uh-huh. phone camera yeah he's he's like blogging urgently this is like this is a this is like a political comic about what's wrong with society it's like kiryu typing his blog posts this man is being killed in front of him and it's like it's called like hellphone or something whoa um and kiryu unlocks a move called um it's called like Oh, what is it fucking called? It's called like finishing move. It's Hell's one of the, it's one of the the feel yeah. of heat moves in yeah, the original. Like, I think it's called Hell's Floor. In the remaster, it's Hell's Gauntlet. Hell's Gauntlet. Thank you. Yes. Um. So here's the post. Here's what uh, here's what Uncle Kazuma wrote. It says another revelation. I took one look at this pl- guy plodding along and knew he'd inspire me. 
Just as I readied my camera, he slipped on a banana peel. The peel the peel then soared through the air and landed on a rugged-looking guy's head. I'll let you imagine the rest. Oh, and the move I learned from this is really something else. This is one of the finishing moves. It is like a barrage of horror. It's like he knocks you, to, he suplexes you, then he does like a series of arm bars and like yeah. bone cracking, snapping moves. He like wraps you up with his legs and like snaps your arm out of its socket. Ooh, baby. And then he like crunches you and then you sit up and he just punches you in the face so hard. It is terrible. Awful shit. Now, yeah, and this is this is Real. like a sequence of QTEs that's actually kind of difficult. Uh, but like if you can pull it off, it does a ton of damage to bosses. Yeah, so, for like, sure. You you do want to go for it. Mm-hmm. And then he steps on you with high heels, and he hits you in the face with a briefcase. Stomps he, on your nuts. Uh, stomps on your nuts. Yeah. Uh, Argyle, tell and me then about he this, uh... he takes control of your bank account and says, "Hey, dude, uh, yeah, you, you like this, you. don't you, you pig?" Yeah. He speaks English at you. Um, oh. Tell me about this. Uh, tell me about this. Uh, this sub story you found. This is a uh, sub story number two. It's called Two Fathers by Two Dads. This is by Um, Two Dads, and this is a rare cutscene sub-story. Yes. This is is one of the more substantial ones. It actually has some animated cutscenes. It's pretty good. Uh, So, outside of the Ryudo family office, Kiryu encounters a, quote, uh, slightly plump gentleman uh, by his text box uh, who is looking for Nakahara. Uh, Kiryu says, well, Nakahara's not here. Uh, why, why do you, like, you're looking for him? Uh, I, I can bring you back to my house. That's that's where he is at the moment. Uh, and when you arrive with this man, uh, Mikio recognize him, recognizes him immediately. He says, oh, God, Pops? They do what? resemble each other astonishingly. They have this, they are, in fact, I'm questioning whether they may or may not be the same character model with different hair and mustache. I, I mean, that's probably exactly what they did. <sighs> um, so yeah, this is Mikio's dad. His name is Aragaki. Um, and he, he is here to-, to request from Nakahara that Mikio be allowed to like leave the Yakuza He basically, life. he heard that Nakahara like got shot and hospitalized mm-hmm. And he thinks that Mikio is in danger and wants him to go work at a factory in, in Nagasaki. Uh, Nagasaki. Yes. So he, he wants Mikio to make an honest living, uh, you know, make a, a new man of himself. You know, nobody will know that he was a Yakuza up there. So, like, it's it's a fresh slate. You know, he won't have to worry about all of that. Um, and he he's not really taking no for an answer. He kind of demands that Mikio, like, packs his shit and gets ready to go, like, tomorrow. Uh, so he, he leaves, um, and Nakahara kind of fills you in on the, the whole deal. Mikio's family is actually pretty well known in the area, uh, because they have a, they've like run a restaurant across from the train station for like generations. Uh, but Mikio's never got like seen eye to eye with his dad, uh, and kind of ran away and went to Nakahara because of it. Um, now, despite this, Nakahara does he does sympathize with Aragaki. You know, like this could be this yeah, he could wants be Mikio's best for, uh, his yeah, last like chance the, to yeah, uh, this could be Mikio's you know one chance to like you know uh, kind of get out of this life to to you know live an honest living. Um, but Mikio doesn't want to go. You you go down to the beach to talk to him, um, and he just says, "Well, you know, after I after I left." my dad's place uh the ryudo family's been my home you know that's that's all i know 
um, and this is when they overhear uh, nearby uh, Mikio's dad is being accosted by a couple of Kansai Yakuza. Uh, oh no, it's the return of the uh, Goryu Alliance. Oh no! Ryuji's Ryuji, back! Ryuji Goda is there and he says, hey, He's alive! Aragaki Han, you got those ledgers? What have you been doing snooping around for? And he says, no, I'm, don't, I, I'm about to call the police on you if you keep accosting me. Get out of here. Uh, this is when Kiryu and Mikio step in. They're like, oh, this is Ryudo family turf. Uh, you shouldn't be here. Leave my dad alone. Uh, they, they beat the guys up. And Aragaki says, I'm not, he's, he is not thankful, right? Yeah, he hates it. Yeah, because he's, he's this display of violence, he, this is not the kind of life that he wants his son living. He, he's like, I don't well, want a son that can beat ass. I don't want a son that can kick anyone's ass. No son of mine's gonna beat his, ass. Defend his dad from being you killed. You should have let them kick my ass all day long. You should have let them fucking kill me and throw me in the ocean. Oh, why is Date here? Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, Aragaki's a fucking, oh, call the cops if I need help. Yeah, I'll call the cops if somebody's barbecuing and I don't like it. Just a sec, I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, he, he just kind of leaves, and Mikio says that, I mean, he's he's been a Yakuza for a while, and his dad didn't, you know, while he didn't like it, he didn't really make a big deal out of it. So he's not exactly sure why Aragaki has kind of gotten th- this bug up his ass all of a sudden. So Kiryu, Kiryu tells him, like, hey, you're you're an adult, you can just go and ask him. Just do, yeah, um, you can just talk to your dad. He's like, you think, no, there's nothing scarier than having to talk to your dad. Uh, Mikio, like, yeah, Mikio just kind of saunters off, presumably Kiri's doesn't like, do as this. a person who has a, has a perfectly uncomplicated relationship with my father. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. Oh, man. Oh, God, I understand now, Mikio. <laughs> my dad killed my real parents. Yeah, Mikio, did, you, did Aragaki kill someone and adopt you afterwards, or is he... Oh, he's, he he's a your real dad? dad? And knock a, okay, oh, a, wait. Yeah, okay. I might need to recalculate. Just just a second. You know what? I'm I'm really a traditional kind of guy. A family is a is a dad. Wait, okay, okay. Wait, wait, wait. I know how I can help you. Can Nakahara kill your kill your dad? Could he do that? I think that would you fix know what? <laughs> I'm a traditional kind of guy. A family consists of a son and a dad who killed his birth parents. Mm-hmm. And maybe the son's adopted daughter, who uh, who isn't legally his, also another thing, just kind of hangs around him. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, oh, you, but you down in downtown Ryu. Uh, oh, I think I say in downtown Ryukyu, we find Aragaki being accosted by the same Kansai toughs who were like, yes. "Listen, Aragaki." We're nice guys. We don't like killing people. Yeah, we don't want to get our hands dirty. Just hand hands over the dirty. ledgers, and we'll we'll be you know we'll be hunky dory. We'll forget this ever happened. He says, "No, get out of my face, or I'll call the cops." I'll call the cops. I'll call the cops they'll on you, me. and they'll get here after you kill me and throw me in the ocean. They'll throw they'll, you they'll in jail. Really, they'll make the. I'll be a cold case for them. They'll never solve this one, especially when they find out Yaka is involved. But they'll get that phone call, and that's what that ma- what matters. I did <laughs> it. I did my... the. I did the right thing. They'll get. They'll be able to tell my wife that I'm dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right after they turn my restaurant into a supermarket. Mm-hmm. Um, you you step in and you beat the guys up again, and he's like, "Oh, okay, I guess. Yeah, I guess." 
and, and Kiryu kind of demands, like, hey, what the fuck is going on? Why are these guys bothering you? And he reveals that um, the president of the Commerce Union has been laundering money to the, their family in Kansai. Uh, and Aragaki has these ledgers, the evidence to prove it, and that's why they're, they're coming after him. Um, and also the, the president of the Commerce Union wants to demolish his restaurant and put a supermarket, a Kansai chain specifically, Oh no! Yeah, he wants um, to build a resort on that land. He wants to build a military that that, base there. Do you think that that supermarket is like a ploy to to uh, to like attract the attention of the world's most notorious band of like fruits and vegetable smugglers or something? <laughs> yes, Ripe Monday. They're they're a grocery supply company who's actually been uh, dealing in illegal drugs on the side. The uh, the FBI are involved. They caused the farmer's market crash of 1993. <laughs> oh, God. So, uh, what is Kiryu going to do about this? Kiryu, Kiryu is... Help? Kiryu says, okay, you just get those ledgers to the police, and I'll, I'll protect your family in the meantime. Uh, so, the Akagari leaves, uh, and you uh, also leave to go tell Mikio, like, what's going on. So you go to look for him at the Ryoto family office. He's not there. Uh, but Kiryu gets a call from Nakahara. He's like, Kiryu, you, you got to come help me, man. I'm, I'm in a lot of trouble here. They're about to beat the shit out of me. I'm at Mikio's family's... Re-, and he, he kind of gets cut off. Uh, and this is when Mikio shows up. And Kiryu's yeah, like, he's hey, here. what the fuck's going on? Um, Nakahara's in a lot of trouble. Where, like, Do you know where he might be? He, um... Mikio doesn't know, but he did see a bunch of black cars pulling up on the street where the restaurant is. So hundreds I mean, of black, hundreds of black cars mm-hmm. storming down the highway. It's just Yakuza yes. two again. Yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Ryuji's here. Yeah, Ryuji's uh, here. I, I think I think his backstory in Dead Souls is that in the meantime, since he his death was faked, he's been working at like a restaurant or something. So this could be this could competition. Be, this could be. Yeah, Ryuji coming back. I mean, it wouldn't, you know, you know, for this series, Ryuji being revealed to be alive would would that really be the most outlandish thing that they've ever done? It'd be up there for sure. But like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it would be pretty far up there if somebody who took a few bullets to the torso, yeah, or maybe survived. even the head came back um, and was alive. Yeah, good point. Um, we got to go save Nakahara. That's yeah, what we so gotta do. You get over there, and Nakahara is there. Uh, Akagari is also there, and he has the ledger. He has not given it to the police yet. Um, <laughs> He's just gonna not let that thing go. Yeah. Uh, and they, they're they both, like, arguing about whether Mikio should step in and help them. Like, Akagari's uh-huh. like, no, you gotta run away, son. Get out of here. And Nakahara says, hey, step in. I'm, I'm really hurt here. You need to beat the shit out of these guys. Nakahara is 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 recovering from a gunshot wound, uh, Aragaki. I think you need to understand that that he... he you, I, I mean, keep he saying Akagari. A... It's, yeah, it's Aragaki. Oh, yeah, Aragaki. Uh, but, of course, it's Iyaka's game. They're going to choose violence every time. Mm-hmm. Kiryu's a union buster. He's beaten up the <laughs> union man. That kind of kind of union. <laughs> no, um, I, just, I just like that he's fighting people who say union man C, commerce union man A, 
commerce yeah. union man oh also the president of the commerce union is here and he's here. one thing you he gotta know about the, the president yeah he's a he he knows how to beat ass that's one thing you gotta know mm. about the commerce president uh commerce union president now despite the fact that you you beat the shit out of him um he does manage to get his his greasy hands on the ledgers and runs off with them. this is a guy that you can shoulder tackle yes ayako and then they say hey kiryu mikio go give chase but mostly kiryu because uh, you know mikio can't do chase battles yeah no absolutely not the the Um, player has to do this the player's got to do that what are they gonna briefly relinquish control of kiryu and let you play as mikio this isn't yakuza 4 yeah or 5 yakuza 4 the game where you play as mikio the game where mikio is one of the four playable characters right Mm -hmm. it's mikio Kiryu, Rikia, um, Date, and Date. and uh, and the florist's son. Oh God, yeah. And a brief section where you play as Mame. Um, oh. they chase down. They chase down the Commerce Union president and get the books back. Uh, Mikio like towers over him and he's like, "You mess with my father, I'll kill you." Yeah, I'm a tough guy now. Epic, epic Mikio moments. Epic Mikio moments. You just you go bring the the ledgers back to Aragaki, um, and at first he's like, oh, "I'm not gonna thank you. You're wow. fucking yakuza." I guess he, violence is the answer. <laughs> uh, yeah, chapter chapter one: the power of uh, nonviolence, uh, the power of peaceful protest. Chapter oh, yeah. two: <laughs> the power of incredible violence. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, and he's like, "No, I'm not gonna thank you because you're yakuza." But then Mikio is like, "Well, I didn't, I didn't do it be- out of any like yakuza beef. I did it because." my dad like i'm your family of course i'm gonna help you um and this oh, is um, you're making it so hard about the fact that i was about to tell you that you're disowned oh man <laughs> uh and this is this is um oh we never revealed that the reason that aragaki wants mikio to move away to to get the job is because he wants him like because of their relationship because of the you know He's related to a Ryudo family guy and this whole thing with the Kansai Yakuza. Like, this could start a Yakuza war if that comes out. And he wants Mikio, like, out of harm's way before that happens. So that Fair that's enough. why he's been doing all of this. Um, And now is when we get the reveal of why Nakahara was at the restaurant in the first place. And it was because he, he wanted to, like, he, he bowed, you know, lowered his head to Aragaki and asked him, like, hey... Regardless of what happens, if Mikio wants to move or not, let let it be his decision. You know, let him make the call. And you know, he all he's he also sees Mikio as a son, even if he doesn't want Mikio to know that. Um, and Aragaki uh, now agrees, and it actually gives him kind of gives him his blessing to stay with the Ryudo family and make that his you new can home. You can be a Yakuza and yeah. to really sweet to really formalize this agreement. I'm, I'm kicking you out of the you. house. I'm kicking you out of the yeah, house. Yeah, basically. He says like, "Hey, don't you're you're not allowed back in my house until you become the the person you want to be." Which is kind of sweet, never. but also like, <laughs> "Hey, I'm not paying to feed you anymore. Get out of here." No, he was never paying to feed him. We know that. Yeah, yeah, uh, Haruka had to sell crack for the Ryudo yes. family to uh so that they can buy more bananas for so me. They can buy more bananas, yeah. Um. Anyway, that's a a relatively sweet father son moment, I suppose. Definitely not yeah. the. Uh, Mikio's proud the, of his his two dads. 
it was it's nice it's definitely uh better than the florist and his son and uh yeah. that one remember that guy that was like i'm such a terrible father that i will now give you a lot of money as shame because my i'm such a bad <laughs> dad that i just suck so much take a million yen and never speak to me again yeah this is all my child support payments put together just God, slightly healthier is, than, than those that ones. chapter is so terrible <laughs> So much of the game was that chapter. That, that um, should have been in the movie. That whole that whole. It sequence. should have been in the movie. So um, where so, where were we? Oh well, we gotta go. Oh yeah. All uh, right. Thomas we dead. had we had very urgent business to take care of, but since Thomas, we've been dilly dallying for so shot long, shot in the head. Yeah. Perfect. Um, right Kiri, between the eyes. In the meantime, yeah, Kiryu asks uh, uh, Aragaka or Aka, What's his name? Aragaki. Aragaki. By the way, do you know where a cultured man could take in a little bit of pole dancing? Oh, yeah, Kiryu, here. Come on over. I'll show you. Takes him to the pole dancing club. Um, and <laughs> gamer. Hey, it's a place gamers, called Canal Grand, by the way. Gamers. This is just a little something for the fellas. A little something for, for you. A little something for the guys out uh, there. Just a yeah. little. This is a little pole dancing scene. Oh, these girls, a little cheesecake these short, for you. These shorts are so short, I can't even. They're barely even there. Oh my god! PS three so ladies tight on their butts. If you're if you get aroused by PS three graphics, then boy, do I have a game for you. Heavy yeah, rain. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess also Yak is the three. Um, Kiryu comes in, respectfully averting his eyes, except for one part where he does look for just a second, and then he looks back. He's like, I must must look straight ahead. Must not see ladies. Um, but he does see Toma, uh, a real upstanding citizen, uh, hanging out with, he's like, drunk off his ass, and he's like, I yeah. saved Okinawa! I'm, everybody's gonna know the legend of Toma. He's just loudly screaming his name in case there's name any the, assassins nearby who are looking ass- for him. If there's any assassins or reporters who might want to publicize that he's in this, like, strip club, um, cause that's really good for upcoming politicians. I'm Toma, part. I'll never die! I'm Toma, I love being drunk and belligerent! And alive! And alive, and I love having no bullets in my brain! Um, shout out to Joji Kazuma, he, uh, which I rarely say, and he's a, he's a spook and he is a terrible, but, um, I gotta admire a good... He has a terrible of, butt? That's what I heard. Yes. No, I said he's a spook and he's a terrible person because he's in the CIA, but he has good trigger discipline. He doesn't put his finger mm. on the trigger until he's about to shoot Toma. Mm-hmm. He's 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 being a responsible, you know, they train him well in the CIA. Um, he's going to kill Toma. He just walks straight up to the guy. He's not like sniping him from like, no, I mean, he, the shadows. He only, had, or... he only brought one sniper rifle round and he used it on Lao Ka Long for some he's reason. Not even, he's not even using a suppressed pistol. Like, no, he's going to shoot him right. I mean, he does, but he does fire the shot. Um, Everyone in the club runs away screaming. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just don't feel like, and I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying the CIA hasn't killed many, many, many uh, politicians in many countries. I just feel like CIA, CIA agent goes into a Japanese bar and kills politician in broad daylight. Is maybe might, might, might cause a kerfuffle. Might cause, a, might cause an international incident. Yeah, I we kind of have a like a security more... treaty with uh, like a, a a very long lasting alliance that you yeah, know, I think might it might be put not in jeopardy be... because of something like this. Well, Kazuma's not going to let anything stop him because he's like, listen, you. you're a Yakuza. I have thematic parallels. Yeah, I, I the CIA Don't, are like understand. my chairman, 
maybe comparing the CIA to an organized crime syndicate is maybe not the most appropriate metaphor to be making right now, but um, also probably not the least accurate thing I could describe them as. Mm-hmm. Um, if the CIA, if my boss, the CIA, my chairman wants me to kill someone, I'm going to do it no matter who. The it CIA is. has smuggled way more drugs than any Yakuza family. Oh yeah, the CIA are definitely a bigger organized crime syndicate than the Yakuza are. Uh, though Kazuma, you know, ever the professional, he does say "see you in hell" to this guy that he seemingly yes. has no hard feelings. I against. love that he's. <laughs> See, why see you does he hell, say that? Bitch. See you in hell. And he uh, <laughs> he shoots. Kiryu manages to stop him. He shoots like right next to Toma's head. I'm surprised that we didn't get a shot of him peeing his pants. I really <laughs> thought that was going to happen. Um, and this is not Metal Gear Solid. This is not. Me- oh God! It's like one of my Japanese Yakuza games. Um, and Kiryu explains to Kazuma. This is just to like Ryu Gagatoku. <laughs> I say the original. This is like title. my favorite movie. Um, Kiryu's like, I saved Toma, and now I'm gonna save you. Save your soul from a life of crime. No more killing. I've already killed, like, five dozen people, Kiryu. Is, I, I... is, is Kiryu gonna, like, beat Joji Kazuma into retirement? Because otherwise, Kazuma's just gonna go home and resume it. He, wor- he works for the CIA. He's gonna yeah, do he's... what the CIA asks him to do. Get a desk job. He's still I guess doing so, yeah. an extreme amount of evil, but, you know, he's... Yeah. Not Just pulling doing the it trigger from behind a yeah, uh, so uh, Kiryu is like, we're gonna fight, and then Kazuma's like, but I'm your I'm your foster father's brother, so I've got his cool blood. Not like Kazuma was ever. I mean, I guess Kazuma was like an assassin, but he's also quite old. Uh, so I don't know why it's like Joji Kazuma throws down, beats ass so hard, but uh, yeah, he's gonna bust it down sexual style. Right now on the in the strip club, um, and it's time for a it's time for a boss fight. Good music, by the way. Quirked up CIA boy with a little bit of swag. <laughs> Busted down sexual style. Is he goaded with the heat? He is. He's goaded with the heat, folks. He's goaded. This is a he's pretty good boss the- fight. It is a pretty um, good boss fight. I mean, it has the like ever pervasive problem of Yakuza three bosses just he blocks block. a lot blocks a lot so but i like his move set uh, it's, yeah, it's pretty cool like, it's very subdued um like mm-hmm. a lot of low committal yeah, like punches a, kicks he's got um, kind of an efficient style of you know it's not like a flashy you know it, it reminds me of one joke you made in our one of our yakuza zero episodes i think about a lot where you we described um you described nishitani uh fights like the video going to the grocery store or waiting on the bus um <laughs> And Masusera actually fights like he's waiting for the bus. <laughs> that is a pretty good joke. It's a pretty good joke. It's <laughs> a pretty good joke. Um, yeah, this is, yeah, Joji Kazuma fights like he's waiting for the bus. Mm-hmm. Um, which is to say that he fights probably like a person who is trained in combat would. Yes. Like, a, yeah, he's kind of a, I don't know, kind of a pretty no-nonsense fighting style. Lots of health, though. Lots yeah, he, he he has a couple command grabs in particular. Um, I'm gonna be he, honest. Once though, he activates heat, you just cannot throw him because he will counter it immediately and throw you to the ground. If, if there was a place that lets you use essence of pole dancing, but no, no, I mean you don't get access to that pole at all. No, you don't. It's kind of. Can we talk about the, the the fucking quick time event in the middle of the? Oh, the were they like fight? The, yeah. One of the most anime ones in, in the whole series where joji kicks you off the balcony and then fucking jumps after you to try and do like a dragon ball z spike move on you and i guess Kiryu, like doesn't Kiryu like kick off of him in midair yeah him? 
He like yeah, he blocks it midair, and then they both land on the center platform. That's pretty batshit. I think Kiryu should learn how to instant transmission. I mean, I to be fair, help. Kazuma also had like mad ups. Remember the one cutscene? Oh where yeah, he Kazuma fucking, did like, like jumps Matrix. off of a, like a surgery cart and then double guns cool. a guy. Yeah, he double guns blasting through the air it was incredible. Guy's in trouble. Um, this uh, just runs in the family. Just runs in the family. Uh, so yeah, I mean, pretty good fight. Blocks too much. Good. Uh, buck buck ass wild. You can, uh, of course, use uh, Hell's Gauntlet and snap every single bone in his body. Yes. If you choose. Put him out of commission. Um, this is one of those times where Kiryu is fucking winded after the fight. Yeah. Um, he, he's he's got breath. a little bit of blood coming out of his mouth. So, yeah, you know so does, so does Joji. Joji. He has, also, he has like mean, a little bit bit more blood coming out of his mouth. Yeah. So, you know, he, he bit his cheek or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Kiryu is still out of breath from chasing after fastest uh, girl alive, Ayako. Um, and Joji's like, oh. You beat me up so bad, I guess I'm going to have to retire from the CIA. Oh, man, I'll never kill another foreign politician again. Kiryu um, says, oh, if, if, you were, if you were just a little bit younger, like, I, I don't know if that would have been such a sure thing. Oh, wrong, wrong, wrong. Kiryu, Absolutely wrong. Be, yeah, he's saying that to make this old man feel better. <laughs> <laughs> That's the last fight of his life. He's, you know, he's got to feel good about it. Yeah. <laughs> I still beat the shit out of you, but you know, if you weren't so old, then you know, that's what he maybe, said. That's like what he said to Kuze before Kuze went to prison. Like mm-hmm. he was like, Wow, you really gave me a run for my money, Kuze. And he's like, Well, he's gonna be in jail. Yeah, I, I, I really prison. thought you had me the fifth time there. Yeah. <laughs> Times <laughs> one through four, to, you didn't stand like a chance, but the fifth to, time, man. <laughs> what he says to Tai Chi when he like play wrestles with this little boy, he's like, Oh, <laughs> Tai Chi, you almost got me. Oh, oh, you did it, Tai Chi won. Yeah, yeah, congratulations. <laughs> Um, but now we need to get our emotional payoff of this chapter, which is uh, our confrontation with Toma, a character that we have only seen once before. And yeah. uh, But we're going to get some Yakuza sad music playing here because Toma's yeah. like, Tamiya sent you after I betrayed him. What? I guess yeah. he, so really good, he really is a good guy. Good he's the nicest. He's the, he's the nicest he guy. He's the prime minister of Japan. Please vote Tamiya in 20 whatever year this is he's not seeking remember. out power but he deserves it he should be the real leader of the we country. can light up this room together to be a son pokemon pokemon go to the, the polls. polls love all like your life depends on it and then the this chapter was the important election of our lives just to make tamiya happy because so, he could so he could be the prime minister even though I don't think he's running for prime minister, um, no, he's not. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna mount a, a write-in campaign for Tamiya. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's the end of the chapter. Uh, good one this week. Put together, it was a lot of orphan drama, not a lot of plot, and that's just the way I like it. That's just the way we like it here. That's folks. what we like it here, folks, because our 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 time with the Although orphans. Although one little is plot right. there was was, was pretty it's all right. Good. I, I liked uh, the the stuff with Joji. Yeah, I like I like uh, I like this part with Joji, and I don't like anything else with Joji. And I mm-hmm. genuinely don't remember if Joji is in the game after this scene. I I I, I think you might talk to him once, but I yeah, I, I think he kind of becomes a non-factor after this. Uh huh. Um. Next week's chapter, chapter 11, the penultimate chapter of Yakuza 3, Crisis. Oh, no. Uh Uh-oh. 
Uh-oh. Crisis on what Infinite Ryukyu's. When a chapter is called Crisis, you you know it's a uh, you know something's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and Argyle, we don't have any uh, we don't have any Dolce de postcards this week. We forgot to ask. Yeah, we forgot to ask. So uh, that that's uh, that's it for this week. Next week is the second to last chapter of Yakuza Three Crisis. I'm sure nothing bad happens next week. Nothing bad will happen. I'm going, I'm going into it with a big smile on my face, and when I'm done with it, I will have an Drinking even a bigger big smile. Cup of coffee. I'm, yeah, I'm eating some cereal. Nothing bad will happen in this chapter, I promise. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you all very much for listening. Uh, you can find all of our episodes at yakisapod.com, and you can find us on Twitter at Camarocho Radio, right? Yeah, that's right. our at. Right. I forget it every week somehow, even though I, I have it. On all my Twitters, I have it always accessible and readable. Mm-hmm. You can find me on Twitter at uh, Bradipus. <laughs> I almost said yours. What is going on with my brain today? You can find me on Twitter at Bradipus Rex, and you can find Argyle on Twitter at Argyle underscore Funk. That is not my at. That's Argyle's at. And uh, Argyle, what other shows do you do? Show. I am also on Pod of Greed. That's P-O-D of Greed. It's a Yakuza GX podcast. We're on season three. It's getting pretty good. Um... That's that. Uh, I also did a brief stint on Wow Cool Robot where we talked about G Gundam, me and Audrey and Max. That was a good time. Um, and uh, yeah, that's that's all the shows. I I, I don't do a whole lot. Um, what about you, Jordan? What other shows are you, you on? Find, you can find me on also hosting uh, Slappers Only, a video game music showdown podcast. And you can also listen to Kyle XY. It's a Kyle XY review recap podcast um it's inscrutable and confusing and if you listen to it make sure you start at the first episode um because we're currently doing kyle xy fan fiction right now and we're like we're like 17 layers deep on our inside jokes and deep lore so <laughs> start at the beginning uh, but it is very funny so start at the beginning it's funny all the way through listen to all um, jergon it then listen to all of kyle xy and that. then you might understand some of it also join Join uh, all of the the relevant discords so Discord that you understand servers. all the inside jokes. No, we don't. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. <laughs> it's not that. It's not bad. Um, hey, we're hosted on the Noise Face Podcast Network. Lots of great shows. Check out. Um, check out Element OP about elementary. You can check, check out, out Forward Forward Zero. Oh yeah, check out Forward Forward Zero. I think I'm going on that one pretty soon. You are. Um, yeah. Check out Nana Roy's Nightmare and Era. Check out Sonic Shuffle about Sonic. I think they did some more yeah. Sonic Boom recently. Lots of great shows. Definitely check Digimon it out. Ghost Space. Gaze. Digimon Ghost Gaze. Uh, Twink's Awakening. Aww. It's about Zelda. Check them out. Noisepace.xyz. That's XYZ for you American listeners. We're American too, but we have to say it because the network is Canadian. We're filthy pigs here too. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. <laughs> Wouldn't it, it's, like a, it's just like we trick our, our listeners into <laughs> thinking we're Canadian. Just like, oh yeah, if you're, one of, if you're from uh, America... We're we're Canadian. We're not Canadian. I'm I'm from from great great Saskatchewan. What city? I'm from Ontario. Yeah, I'll never tell. <laughs> I'm from Ontario, which I think is a city. No, it's a province. That's it's one a province. Of them. One of them. One of the twelve. Twelve. Thirteen. Thirteen. <laughs> 
something like that. Anyway, that's all for this week, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time in the normal and good chapter crisis, second to last chapter. Almost done with Yakuza 3. Kind of crazy. Um, so thank you all very much for Can't listening. Can't wait until Yakuza 4, until we can oh play the God. game that you hate. Thank you all very much for listening. We'll see you next time. And as always, Kiwami means means extreme. extreme. Bye.